0: This is Gordon Vernick with Jazz Insights. Today I would like to continue with the music of alto saxophonist, composer and band leader, Jackie McLean. In 1959, he recorded a number of albums on the Blue Note label, which was the quintessential um, label for hard bop recordings from this period in the 1950s into the early 1960s. Um, Those recordings really have superior sound quality because the recording engineer was Rudy Van Gelder. They spent a lot of time in rehearsing and preparation. So these recordings are, are really, really good. We're gonna start with the album recorded 1959 again. This is called New Soil. 1959 is, is a very important year in jazz for a lot of reasons. Ornette Coleman's approach to free jazz is just really beginning to hit the airwaves and has a tremendous impact on modern jazz post 1960. Also, Miles Davis's kind of blue with the track "So What" really is going to have a great impact. So, 1959 again is a very interesting year, and you're starting to hear some changes in Jackie McLean's playing, also in the way he is composing his compositions. So, there's a there's a bit of a difference here between Jackie's playing in '59 and in the mid 1950s is assimilating all these changes that are happening in jazz and it's really coming through in his recordings and playing. We're going to start with a track called Hip Strut which is mildly reminiscent of Freddie Freeloader from Kind of Blue but let's check this out. It's a wonderful track. So hip strut is a blues with, maybe we'll call it with a bridge, with a 12 measure section where harmony doesn't change. We might refer to that as a static harmony, which is unusual Or in that you're going to hear a lot of that kind of playing in the early 60s, especially with Miles' music and with John Coltrane's music. So in 1959, musicians are, are very strongly influenced by what's happening. And this is Jackie McLean's take on the changes in jazz in 1959. The trumpet player on that record is Donald Byrd. Through the 1950s, he made a number of recordings with, with uh, Donald Byrd, who was a terrific trumpet player, and very much in the hard bop style. Later on, he would also record with Kenny Dorham, with Blue Mitchell, uh, made a series of fantastic records with uh, Lee Morgan in the mid-1960s. So he worked with a lot of great musicians, especially great trumpet players. From that same record, New Soil in 1959, we're gonna hear a track that he wrote called Minor Apprehension, which is really unusual, and it's more suited to something you might hear in the mid 1960s great composition very very unusual angular with a little bit of dissonance thrown in there and it's a modal piece with a bridge so this is 1959 but this is a precursor of much of the jazz that we're going to hear from the 1960s minor apprehension 1959 So minor apprehension, Jackie is still steeped in the bebop or hardbop language. The song is, is a little unusual, the first A section, or beginning section of the song is more or less you might refer to as modal, with a harmony that's just moving up by half steps, kind of like a Night in Tunisia-ish. But very soon, Jackie's going to leave that style of music to, to music that is much less highly structured, which will allow him and other improvisers much more freedom. The next album we're going to listen to Is also from 1959 This is called Jackie's Bag And this particular track We're going to listen to right now Is called Quadrangle It's a very interesting composition It was actually written in 1955 When Jackie was performing with Charles Mingus' Jazz Workshop This is a really unusual composition And it could have been written in 1959 By say uh, someone playing in the free jazz style Maybe a Don Cherry or, or Ned Coleman And the thing that's really interesting About this song is that It really does sound like free jazz But in 1959 Jackie McLean wasn't really ready to record music like Ornette Coleman so he writes this wonderfully angular and dissonant melody that is, is really very difficult to perform they do a fantastic job but when they go to improvise they're using a traditional rhythm changes so he's not quite ready to make that break with traditional music but this is a great composition quadrangle That was a wild melody all over the map. I mean, very dissonant, um, wonderful writing. When Jackie plays a solo, the pianist drops out, and it's just bass, drums, and Jackie playing a 32-bar AABA form. But he's without the pianist there, it, it affords Jackie a lot of freedom great track. On that same album called Jackie's Bag, there was a few tracks recorded in 1961 with the wonderful tenor saxophonist uh, Tina Brooks and Blue Mitchell. One of the things about the, these record companies from this period, they would often mix recordings from different periods or with different musicians and issue them on compilation or one album. And it kind of makes doing your discography a little bit like detective work because you have to figure out when the record was made. Um, this was very common in the 50s and early 60s when record companies would do this. So the record Jackie's Bag actually has recordings on it from a a number of different recording sessions. The next recording we're going to listen to from Jackie's Bag is from 1961 and this is a piece called Appointment in Ghana. It's an interesting track. It's modal in nature very much like um, the music that came off of Miles Davis's Kind of Blue. So let's check out this melody and of course Jackie's solo which is very very different style of playing from pre-1960. So the A section to the song, in other words, the first 16 measures, or first part of the song, is pure modal. Again, very much like Miles Davis' Soad, the middle part of the song has a series of chords or harmonies that are just moving down step by step, and that repeats, and then we go back to the last section. So the improvisational style, the language here, is changing from bebop to this new approach, which is modal jazz, and of course, the musicians like Ornette Coleman of course, are changing the language again, um, playing a style that was you know, later known as free jazz. But Jackie's language is changing here. These songs are, have a different kind of construction, and it reflects what's happening in jazz in the late 50s and early 1960s. The last track we're going to listen to today is a composition of Jackie McLean's called Isle of Java. Again, there's three horns, it's trumpet, tenor, and alto, uh, piano, bass, drums. The melody is dissonant, he's using what we call augmented chords or whole tone scales, which is nothing new in music, it's just you didn't hear a lot of that in jazz composition and jazz improvisation, really from the 1930s, 40s, or 50s, occasionally you would hear a whole tone scale. Bix Beiderbecke and a lot of um, musicians from that, that era in the 1920s and 30s liked to inject that sound of whole tone scales, but you didn't Really hear it in much modern jazz until the early 60s. This piece is very modern. It's um, has a, a certain amount of dissonance, which really is pushing the boundaries of modern jazz. As you know, the 1960s really saw the explosion or the breakdown of the traditional boundaries of jazz. This selection, Isle of Java, really is pushing the boundaries of traditionally constructed jazz in terms of the composition, the arrangement, and the harmony and the way they're improvising. Again, Jackie McLean's music is really reflecting all those changes, and it's really becoming, um, his focus is different, his improvisational style is is, is very different from what it was in the early 50s and mid-50s. Isle of Java. This has been Jazz Insights with Dr. Gordon Vernick. You can visit me on the web at gordonvernick.com and facebook.com slash jazzinsights. Jazz Insights is a production of WMLB AM 1690, the voice of the arts in Atlanta.